and they'd bend over in front of each other and they would go to like pop out a turd and the head would come out. And then when the other person saw it, they would laugh and they'd go, ha, ah, and they would suck it back into their bum no, hole. They <laughs> yeah, peek-a-poo. They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. Hey, this is shitting with the door open. <laughs> so that laugh, that brilliant laugh is Wade Nathaniel Duffin. I am Harley John Breen. How's your week been in parent land? Well, well we're off to Tassie on end of the week. Yes, we are. That's so exciting. All, both of us together with our families in tow. It's an eight-person tour. Yeah, eight-person tour. And Penny, my oldest, has just been like... One day, not too long ago, at daycare, her daycare teacher, whatever, oh man, carer, prim, yeah, carer, they're a carer, carer, sure, very nice. They've got a degree, an undervalued uh, profession. Yes, not paid enough. Not paid enough. Uh, said your daughter is the most emotional person I've ever. That's very judgmental. I uh, think, <laughs> but she said it in a very nice way. Sure, and a very lovely. She wasn't like criticizing, but she's just very emotional and. Sometimes she is just a fucking barrel of nerves and I don't know how much really? she's putting it on yet and I don't know how much she's like just faking it and I don't know how much is genuine. Like yesterday, I said, all right, when you hop up into the couch and you can watch some Peppa Pig while I prep some dinner yeah. and Claire said it and she hopped up on the couch and then I said something to her and she's like, no, no. And then she got down and like lay down facing the couch and just like was like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, what are you doing? Were you arguing with her in that moment? No. Just let it happen? Oh, no. When she did that, I said, get up. Yes. Get up. Yep. Sit up right now. And she sat up straight away and she looked at me and I'm like, yeah, you're a faking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I screamed at you and you yep. stopped. But then she's... <laughs> Shade you. Said, all we're doing... All you're doing is watching Peppa Pig. That's all that's happening. Yeah. That is just ridiculous. And Claire's like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so she sat there and then about 10 minutes later, she's like, uh, mommy, can you give me something to make this feeling in my tummy go away? And I'm like, oh, what, what's the feeling in your stomach? She goes like, are you nervous? Are you happy or sad? I'm nervous. I'm like, oh, well, maybe you weren't faking. <laughs> what is going on? What's happening? What is she going on? She's got a big on? exam coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so she's very emotional and she's been acting out a wee bit lately. Well, I can't wait to be in Tasmania. And that's what I was going to say. I'm like, I'd be very interested to get your take on it when we get to Tassie to see how you react and how she reacts to other people being around. Yep. Because she's been a bit crazy with uh, like... I showed you the text the other day of like her being at ballet class and like barking like a dog. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty funny. That is funny. But, but it's that's the not only, normal. It's not normal. But she doesn't <laughs> act like that anywhere else. So I think that's just ballet. But I'd be interested to see if she's like too excited with Leonard and Walter around. And well, we've got some interesting aged kids that we're putting into a small space together. Seven months. Seven months. Seven months old. Eighteen months. Uh, three and a half. Seven. seven. There's a lot of issues with all of those, and all of them are easier to deal with than the other, depending on which way you look at it. And to be honest, uh, the, the two youngest will be the two easiest. Yeah, because some some days I'm like, give me a baby any day over yep. trying to negotiate with a seven year old, and then other days I'm like, hey, Leonard, do you want to hang out? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Do we go to the park, mate? Because uh, this guy I reckon is 18, cracking it. 18 months old, such a great age. Because yes, she still does is. what she's told. And she's yeah. really cracking it off. She's very sweet and happy. Uh, last night, I got... Not last night, night before, I got... I was, I was fighting with PJ. We are just fighting at the dinner table. And we were having a bad time. She didn't want me for anything. And then she went to bed. And it was like... What have I done? Like, I'm fighting with a three-year-old. Yeah. It's ridiculous. How many so, moments do you find yourself in a situation where you're like, why am I fighting with this child? Why am I doing this? So, I went in there, and because I felt terrible, I was like, I love, you know, you're my best mate. I love you so much. Like, yeah. uh, So, I went in there, and we just hung out and then chatted for like 20 minutes, and it was Great. such a nice way to end the day. Yes. Rather than to end it on like, oh, that was a waste. You end it there. Told some shitty stories about ice pirates and ballerinas and stuff, and then we're a fucking other. Well, that is why I, um, with with the very few exceptions, I end every day with a story uh, to Leonard, and 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 Walter will be start to be included in that as well, uh, because you end the day on a good bonding moment. Yeah, but there are some days when I'm lying in bed and I am going, "Will you shut?" The fuck up <laughs> and let me have a good bonding moment. <laughs> Last night I was trying to read him a story and he's got he's just got into footy cards, collecting yeah. footy cards, which I hundred percent endorse. I did it. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. that's what you do with pocket money is you buy footy cards. Yeah. So he's he's got his footy he doesn't even have a footy team. He's he doesn't watch it, he doesn't even go. <laughs> I was exactly the same. I collected footy cards and wasn't into it. I think I collected wrestling cards. Excellent. Yeah, you collect some kind of card. You get some Cards, you collect it. So it's his new favourite thing, and he's got it in bed beside me as I'm reading. I'm reading Edith Blyton, the, the um the not the Faroe Watch, the Enchanted Wood. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to read it, and then he's flicking through the pages of the cards, and I'm just getting distracted. And then he hit me in the face with the edge of the book. It's one of those big sort of binders, yeah. and that's when I cracked it and would just sit still. But you're not even listening to the story. And then he recounted the whole page that I just read. <laughs> so then I said, "If you're going to be a smart ass, mate, story time's over." <laughs> this dude can't win. And I love how you're engaging in activity you want to do, but instead of like an engaging in the football cards, like which would be such a better way to do it, like. When I put away this book, oh, let's talk about the footy cards, mate. Like, you got to listen to fucking Anna Blyton, all right? There's got some pretty rude and racist words in there, but they weren't racist at the time. It's going to be great. We're going to love it. You're going to love it. It was what a quality looked like about 100 years ago. Fanny and Dick. Nah, this is the original version. Don't worry. I've got the original version. Yeah, yeah. And I've got the modern one. They're very different. And now they're Franny and something else. Beth. Franny and, and Joe. And Joe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fanny and Dick. What was Enid on? <laughs> Just loved it. What? Well, uh, yeah, so you, you do those sort of bonding moments. Uh, speaking of which, my family had a bonding moment. Great. Uh, this is less about my parenting and more about my father's parenting. I've checked if I can read this out. Um, I just thought it would be of interest and to you only. I don't know if yeah. anybody else listening is going to find this interesting, but you know my family. Um, so, as you know, we're at the um, stage of... Australian politics where we're all being asked to vote on marriage equality which to validate absolutely a section <laughs> yeah. it's just pointless it's so just vote it through it? get it done we're we're all being asked if the if a minority in our uh, society are allowed to have the same as us all yeah it's... and there's some people saying no to that <laughs> <laughs> do you believe that anyway my uh, voice just went really high I'm quite confused it's just a crazy thing like, I texted, like, uh, my friend Dean. I was like, hey, man, how are you going with all this? And he's like, you know, it's just, 
he said it's kind of fine, but every so often he just feels like he's been called a dirty faggot again back in high school. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, bro, what can I, I wish I could do something. There's some people around that are saying exactly that. Yeah. They're just, yelling that from cars again. It's like, it's like the 80s it's, when, when people were getting bashed just for going out. Yeah. That we're literally on the forefront of that again. That's just ridiculous. So somebody from uh, my dad's past that uh, from, from his church uh, wrote him a... A message, yeah, um, querying his support of marriage equality, yeah. and it was written in this where really I'm just asking a question. I'm just asking a question, yeah. which is always code word for I'm just being a bigot. Yeah, I'm just being a bigot. <laughs> Can you explain to me why I'm being a bigot? That's what she was saying. Yeah, um, I'm not going to read her message because she can get fucked. Um, but my dad's response. I just was, in case you wondered where we stood on the issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty black and white on this one. Um, so he writes back. Thank you for asking. There is so much literature on this and blogs and all kinds of commentary. It is a question I ask as a heterosexual male. However, this is not the question that concerns me and motivates me in my support of marriage equality. My question is... When same-sex people want to be in a relationship of love that is as real and felt as any heterosexual couples could be, that may or may not include sex, how can we as a society validate that really well, as best we can? And how can the religious community express its often cited held values of grace, welcome, affirmation and kindness as prophetic communities of the highest order as leaders. This current issue is, in my view, a separation of church and state issue. Sexual matters and health are critical here, but not the key question. I hope this is of some help. There are many questions conservative fundamentalists slash evangelicals have, and it is good to begin the journey of asking. Hard though it might be, I know, I hope you and yours are well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. A good response. Great response. A, a very educated man's response. Very um, educated. Uh, look, marriage equality, it's an important issue, and it's, I'm, I'm sad that it is an issue. Yeah. Like, that's what I find depressing. Yeah, I'm like, it shouldn't I'm be an issue. It should just be, uh, oh, my friends want to get married, they're getting married, and I shouldn't have to think about their rights. Their rights should already exist, yeah. and they should have existed for a long time. But let's get this fucking done. That it. Do it. Let's just do it. Absolutely. So, um, I had a milestone, kind of milestone moment uh, yesterday with Leonard. Uh, it was a school performance. It's not his... Oh, great. It's, so, school play, I guess. Um, is he a tree? <laughs> 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 he is 100% a tree. <laughs> 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 well, that's my story. Um, <laughs> not only is he a tree, he's also a penguin, which is the best. So he's dressed, I think he goes on stage first as um, a penguin, and then underneath the just black and white clothes is. Um, is he's meant to resemble a tree? So good. How cliched. Yeah. Anyway, he's been doing rehearsals. The communication for this, um, it hasn't been excellent. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm sure if anyone is listening to this that is a part of that communication, you probably just tried to smash something because you would say it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> because it's very detailed. For me, 
if the communication is too detailed, it's bad communication because yeah. I can't read it all. No. Can you just give me the basics? Date, time, requirement. Claire That's- loves the detail. She wants to get like to the very nitty gritty of it. She wants like every single little bit. Yeah. If she asks the time, I'm like, I don't know, it's like 5.20. Actually, it's like, oh, it's, well, it's 5.24. I'm like, oh. Honestly, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm very much about the basics. I'm very much about just give me the just give me the details. Like I go to the doctor, uh, and went to the dentist, and she's like, "I'm going to do this to your tooth, this, this, and this." I was like, "Honestly, you can tell me. I'm not listening. Just fix my tooth." (laughs) (laughs) Like you telling me that information doesn't help me. Move on, peasant. Less yappy yappy, all right? More cleany cleany, mate. <laughs> Do some scrubbing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's that's my problem. Uh, it, it's literally, I, I, I haven't read the correspondence clear enough. There was an email thread. People were having conversations within that email thread. There was other attachments. There was changes of plans. I decided to just not fucking read any of it yeah. and figure it out on the day. The Great. day was yesterday, <laughs> which kind of crept up on me. And then I looked at the form that I was sent and I was like, there's four performances. What? Is he in all of them? Is this a season? They have it. So they put on a season rather than, it's not just a school play. Uh, They've got a season of it. So there's four performances. It's a pretty intense school. Not intense. It's a great school you could go to. It's a great like, school. Yeah. Um, so I imagine they don't do things by halves, I guess is what I'm saying. And they definitely do as well. So while they're putting on four performances, it's an absolute shit fight. <laughs> so I'll, I'll talk you all the way through it. So I love that uh, phrase shit fight. Sorry, sorry, I keep interrupting. No, you. no, you can. I just as imagine much like, like a shit fight, like <laughs> monkeys just like flinging feces at each other, I've, and that's and that's that's what it is. I've legitimately had a shit fight. <laughs> I just I just remembered I legitimately had a shit fight. <laughs> a literal with my old brother with Randall. We um uh, had a cow hat fight. <laughs> And not even once, like multiple times. It was a thing to look forward to. <laughs> I, remember. I remember wanting to be older and having a cow pet fight. It sounded like great fun. And then I had one. It wasn't as fun as I imagined, but I did it again. Oh, too good. Because cow pets come in all sorts of different stages, and the best ones are the ones that have got a crust on the outside and still juicy in the middle. <laughs> so you, you can juicy. pick it up. Yeah. Oh, you can pick it up and it doesn't leave any shit on you. you throw it like a frisbee, and when it hits the other person, it explodes into shit. That's great. I went to school with a high school with this uh, a lady, and she was telling me that when she was younger, her and her brother, they must have been like four or three four and two or whatever, they would play peek-a-poo where they peek-a-poo? would... Peek-a-poo? Peek-a-poo, where they would go <laughs> and they'd bend over in front of each other and they would go to like pop out a turn and the head would come out. And then when the other person saw it, they would laugh and they'd go, ha ah, and they would suck it back into their bum <laughs> no, hole. They do yeah, peek-a-poo. <laughs> Fucking, she was like telling us like everybody played it and I was like, oh, no, no peek-a-poo. love. That's just on you, mate. Uh, so sorry, keep going. Oh. Leonard's at school. Playing peekapoo <laughs> in front of the whole school. No, so he had a performance. The dress rehearsal is what they called it. It was just the first show because people could come. Um, he had his grandparents turned up to that one, and then there was a nighttime performance. And I was like, "Very nice." Oh, that's at six o'clock. Oh well, I should go to that. And then I said that to a mother. She goes, "No, no, no. The tickets are sold out." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Well, I'm pumped for the guy. He's got a sold out show, but I've what? I've got to just sort of drop my child at. 
the at the town hall right beside the school at six o'clock. They're like, yeah, and then you come back and you pick them up at seven thirty. I'm like, score. <laughs> Honestly, I was and I was a little bit. I felt a little bit bad about it, but as I was turning up, I like, I'll get a gauge and see if other parents are leaving. They were doing drive-bys like they were pulling pins out of grenades. <laughs> and just going, you thought my kid was hard in the daytime? <laughs> Watch this shit. They were just literal dump and runs. Everyone's off to that pub, and let him like, Dad, remember you said you were going to try and see if you could get a ticket. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> so I'm trying to find his spot. And it, it is absolute chaos when I got there. <laughs> there is just kids everywhere. And in the defense of everyone that's organizing this event, they had signage, very clear signage everywhere yeah. on which group had to be where. Um, of course, Leonard couldn't remember where his group was and they were the hardest group to find. We eventually yeah. found them. And all the kids are in these pockets being sat there. There is... It is it's a full-on operation. There yeah. are adults, all, and you can see that it's a numbers game as well. You know, like there's two adults per however many number kids. Yeah. It was about ten. Kudos to whoever organises this stuff because wrangling respect. all those cats oh. covered in butter would be a nightmare. Yeah, and it, it's so difficult. And you could, I came back at the end of the night. I'll get to that. But anyway, so I drop him off. I do the right thing. I go off to see if I can get a ticket. Uh Pretty casually. Um, I, I sort of, it was half an hour between when I dropped off to when the start time was. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I'll just, there was a lot of people trying to get in. It was chaos. I'm like, I don't want to ask anyone now. I went for a walk. Uh, and then I came back and walked in. And so there was far less people. There was a security guy there. And yeah. as I walked in, um, he sort of looked me up and down. I'm like, all right, mate. What's going on with you? We're not at a club. We're at a town hall here. And then he uh, starts to approach me. And I'm like, Hey, hey, mate. And I went to say something. He goes, RSA? I went, pardon? He goes, you here for the RSA? <laughs> I so much don't look like a parent. <laughs> I just got what you were saying. And he thought I was there <laughs> to do a responsible service of alcohol exam. <laughs> Not that I would possibly be there to watch a child in a performance. So I just went, no, I was attempting to watch a child. You know what? Don't worry about it. And just walked away. Uh, because I'm going... Today. Yeah. So uh, I just went off. I, I came back home, actually. <sighs> Got a leg over. I'm not going to even lie. Very there was, great. There was an hour clear in the evening while I <sighs> was having a sleep. Mate. I look forward to hearing how this goes. So, what the route? <laughs> <laughs> I won't talk you through that. <laughs> it was the, the performance. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was pretty happy with my performance, to be honest with you. So I go back to uh, the school to pick up and to, um, to pick up Leonard, obviously. And then I I walked in and I was early, um, always early. Yeah. I, I hate the idea of him ever walking out of an event, uh, out of school, and there's no one there. I, I think it's the worst uh, thought is him feeling alone. And then I'm like, actually, he probably needs to start learning those kind of yeah. feelings and But still, if he, if he thinks you're going to be there... And you're totally not there. there. He doesn't have like a phone to say, yes. hey, I'm five minutes late. Yeah. You know, so. That's right. Not like my old man who would leave me sitting at school for hours. Sitting, he would argue that. He'd say it wasn't hours. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I would sit on my trombone after. <laughs> <laughs> it's as funny as you want it to sound that one. <laughs> but I was literally sitting on my trombone case after orchestra practice, waiting. And then he'd arrive at like five o'clock. I'm like, after orchestra on. practice? I didn't know you were in the orchestra. 
Yeah, I played the trombone for six years. I was in orchestra, stage band, marching band. I was in a marching band. I, a marching band and <laughs> I love that you're finding this out. Um, I was in a marching band that never marched. We did. I didn't do too many performances with them, but never once was it marching. Really? Yeah, but it was a marching band. Do you remember what tunes you did? Oh. All of the greats, Jurassic Park theme. <laughs> That's a good theme. Mind. Yeah. That's a great theme. Tried, tried some of the masters, you know, but you're just in a school. I was in the choir at primary school. Oh, yeah, I was in a choir. Yeah. I, was in church I fainted choir. once during, prim- during choir practice. You fainted? <laughs> Standing too still. Didn't wiggle your toes, is that why? Uh, it was too hot. Yeah. Probably singing too high Happens a pitch. On, um, uh, Anzac Day with all the cadets. It's really, really? funny. Yeah, all, all the young cadets come out on Anzac Day and they stand, especially in Queensland Anzac Days, and they all stand Very there in hot. the sun and then whoop, oh, off they go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny anymore. Now they try and make that not happen. We used to try and count how many would go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I turned back up to pick him up and I've walked in early and I've gone into the area and then some of the parents who know me were kind of like, Leo, your dad's here. I'm like, no, it's all right, I'll just wait. And they're like, Okay, and then a couple other people looking at me sort of awkwardly because there was still a part of the performance on, but all yeah. the kids were finished. I think the principal was having a chat, and then they were allowed to go. And then a mum came out and went, "Oh, you're Lennon's dad." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's fine." And she goes, "He's just got to be marked off." I'm like, "It's fine. I'm, I'm not in a rush. Here. I want him to go through the process, and I'll step back." <laughs> then other people looking at me, and I realised that in that area that you were in, you had to be approved as a parent to be in there because you need your working with children's card now. Uh, everything, it's such a litigious... Litigious? Uh, litigious? Litigious? Whatever, you know litigious. what I'm saying. I'm Society, and I happen to have my working with children's card. I've just never provided it to the school. And there was, I, then I started backtracking through all the ways people were looking at me as I walked in because I didn't have one of the big badges on that every <laughs> other parent had. And it... People were looking at me. Guy already thinks I'm there to do an RSA. <laughs> and then I'm just wandering through all of these children. And especially men are looking at me going, what are you doing in here? What yeah. are you? And I was. I realised I'm the guy, the single man that turns up at playgrounds. Yeah. And parents start freaking out about why the heck that guy's sitting there. Oh, like, okay. All right. So then we walk out and I was talking with one of the mums and having a great yarn, just bagging out our kids. It was a lot of fun. And like adults are at the precipice of cracking it because yeah. kids are now crazy. My kid's doing cartwheels and backflips. Then one mum just comes over. She goes, Hi, oh, you're Lennon's dad. I'm like, Yeah, she goes, He can go. Isaac <laughs> 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 was happening. Let's get out of here. Let's take some attention out of the room. There's a lot of tension everywhere. And as we walk out, that's when everyone was there to pick up their kids and it was to get out of it. It was nothing short of a Beatles era crush. <laughs> it was so many people trying to get through one doorway. It was absolute heinous. Uh, and we're trying to get out, and there's parents looking crazy. There's a few looking a little bit um, two drinks deep, like, trying to get at their kids. I'm like, that, I don't know how many kids were without a home last night, but I imagine there's at least people 50. were just like going, "You're close enough to my kid. I'll just pick you up for now. We'll sort it out tomorrow." <laughs> Just grab a kid, just love. Just take it any kid. Just, we'll just grab him now. It'll work itself out tomorrow. You all need one. Get out. <laughs> Everybody. How many did you come with? Two? We'll take two. <laughs> Somebody take three. You know what? You're going to have to take three. And I'm running into the night. So, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, going in um, an hour and a half. Great. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Mate, I look forward to hearing about it. I'll hear about yep. it in Tassie, I imagine. I can't believe you picked the tree. Uh, uh, it's just such a funny 
<laughs> it's like such a cliche. What do we get the dead shit kid to do? <laughs> Tree. Uh, uh, yes, and Tazzy is correct. That is where the next podcast will be recorded from. Live. Live. Like these uh, ones. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, these are live as well. We don't have an audience. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, we've got guests on the next podcast. It, it may also open the floodgates for guests to come on the show. Oh, that'd be great. Get yeah. a few other people. I'm looking forward to chatting to some other parents. To be honest, I reckon that we'll talk to one person, we'll get some guests on once, and they'll be like, nah, let's That's just stick with us. Yeah. <laughs> We're the best ones. Yeah, we're just trying to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was a real flappy day yesterday. Like, the wind was crazy. Yeah, babies fart more. At the- really? Yeah. Because <laughs> no. they take in too much air. so um i brought this up on on the radio show that i work on uh, right at the start and um there was a very quick google search and then very quickly it was said that that's incorrect that that's not the case and i've been saying it for years and years windy days make babies fart more it makes me giggle you whenever it's windy just think about farting babies yeah very quickly on that show it was said no that's wrong Oh, okay. I don't know. I always say heaps of facts that I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sure of. Turns out, that's what I love. Absolutely not. I was listening to Doctor Carl. He was talking about the percentages of what makes up flatulence, and most of it, of the highest percentage, is the air that you take in. Oh, uh, that you swallow. Well, that's swallow a lot of air. I yeah. feel I have gas a lot more than most other yeah, people. Yeah, so I think he said sixty percent of it is the air that you swallow. Yeah, there's right. bacterias and other things involved. Anyway, windy day. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> windy, all sorts of windy. Yes. Uh, and so I took the girls to the park and we got like these brightly coloured bits of cloth, you know, to, to, to run around in the flap in the Great, breeze. beautiful. Heaps of fun. Yeah. Girls were in a good mood, loving it. On the way back, PJ picks up like this small, like white rock. She's like, oh, dad, look at this white rock. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what is that? What is that? Oh, no, put it down. That's not a white rock. Was <laughs> <laughs> it a really powdery white rock? This <laughs> is dried bit of dog shit. I'm like, oh, no, get rid of it, get rid of it. <laughs> so she's picked it up and shown it to me. Like, classic toddler move. Like, oh, look at this. I'm like, no, put that away. <laughs> so then we go home and, like, on the way home, I'm like, got to get her to wash her hands, got to get her to wash her hands, got to get her to wash her hands. Get inside. She does something, like, silly, and Silo starts cracking it. Completely forget. Yep. So she's got dog shit hands. Yep. And I said, all right. Uh, what a title to have. <laughs> you got dog shit hands. <laughs> like, all right. Let's make some uh, savoury scones. Yes. Something to do. Love a savoury scone. Easy to make. Yep. Great for the toddlers. So I said, you guys sit uh, here, watch uh, Peppa Pig while I get the stuff ready. <laughs> Still hadn't really got her to wash her hands. She, they watched like a, like a little bit of TV. I call them back into the, into the kitchen. They come in, they sit there. Pouring the flour and some stuff, and yep. I get like Penny to like mix it through, just yeah. with a spoon, just with a spoon, spoon. spoon. Use hands. and she's just dipping her hand in to like eat some flour, and I'm yep. like, oh, dog shit hands, <laughs> <laughs> and I just race over, and, oh, gotta wash her hands, Penny, gotta wash her hands. So then, wash the hands, get back, and we, you know, finish making the savory scones. Great savory scones, by yep. the way. Use the recipe. I'm of, sure they are on my mother's. Great, uh, fucking good on Liz. Good on Liz. Absolutely cracking. And I real I, I just remembered I was like, man, I don't reckon I caught her at the start of that. I reckon she'd probably been eating flour for there's a bit before I saw her. Bit of shit in there. Dog shit scones. There's definitely do- dog shit like, scones. There's like you know like that bacteria, like the fecal matter in the air. Oh, just being been, near it. And I ate those scones, and I knew what was there. Yeah. But I knew that her hands had touched dog shit, and those dog shit hands had touched the flour, yeah. and that flour had gone into the oven and had gone into my tummy. What are you baking the scones at? What temperature was the oven? Like one eighty. Ah, you've killed it. Yeah. 
Doesn't don't you kill germs at a hundred degrees? But I, it's more the thought of eating dog shit. Yeah, you know, like even like yeah. that very tenuous connection. Sure. It's the actual thought of putting poo. Oh my god! Once I caught Dusty eating a human poo, and I've never felt so sick in my life. Why was there a human poo? We were at the park walking him, yes. and uh, this is when we first got him within a few months. And he was a weird dog, and I saw him like underneath the tree, like snuffling, <laughs> like really getting. <laughs> Really like getting a truffle into, pig, like, like a like truffle a shit, pig, except he's like a an, shit dog. Like it's like a truffle pig, and I walk over and like, what are you doing? What are you eating there? And it was like this big sloppy, and it was human poo, like this caramel color, and it was the most. Dis- and I was like, oh, and I like dry rashed. I was like, oh, I want, oh, oh, and even now, I still like picture him like snuffling. He didn't even look like he was enjoying it. He looked like he was like, oh, I've got to eat this poo. I'm like, you don't have to eat it, mate. You, you can stop. <laughs> you can stop any time. Oh, mate, tap out. <laughs> You don't have to finish what's on your plate, buddy. <laughs> Just leave it. Oh, you can't man. get kissed by your dog after he's eaten human I tell shit. You what, one poo story will always lead to another poo story. Yes, there's double poos going on. There's always a lot of poo. Well, did you put that scone in front of um, Claire? We all ate it. Did Claire know about the, the, the fecal matter? <laughs> she will have to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I also love is that if any one of your daughter's school friends find this podcast, she will be called Dog Shit Hands Forever. Oh, that is true. <laughs> oh, well, kids can be cruel. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that picked up dog shit. Dog oh, shit mate. They'll also call her one of the most loved children of all time. That will be her nickname. Yeah. Loved daughter. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> well, I reckon that's probably done us. Yeah. A great episode. A great episode. Another great episode. A great hangout. Another great hangout. Hasn't been a dud one yet. No. Give us a like on Facebook. Check Give out the Facebook like page. Facebook page and Instagram and is Instagram. our only social media presence. But there's some pretty fun the stuff happening on there. Uh, you can go to harleybreen.com. Occasionally. To forward slash shitting with the door open is all the podcasts yes. are all sitting there. Um, hit subscribe And this is the best one If we build our audience base That'd be great uh, Tell your friends Tell your friends Share it around Share the love And get back to us If there's a topic You want us to talk about as well More than happy More than happy To give it a bash Yeah The bigger the better I say We're quite active On our Facebook page Both of us reply Yeah We've okay. got like a 100% reply rate <laughs> that. Yeah, Come on Alright See you mate Bye. Dad's <laughs>